Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to TR Clubhouse. Today is going to be me and Monica hosting the next episode. And today we have a special guest or guest, I should say. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm David Crane. I'm the vice president of the Titans of Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I'm Matthew Inkley. I am the treasurer of Titans of Comic-Con. Awesome. Okay, so obviously Comic-Con, I feel like everyone knows what that is. But you as a club, what do you guys do to represent it? Or do you guys do it at events? Like, how does this work out? Um, well, when I took over, well, I didn't take over the club, but when I started to become involved with the club as the vice president uh, this fall, um, I really wanted it to best exemplify everything that you might think Comic-Con mm-hmm. is, that those that go to Comic-Con on a yearly basis or sometimes several times a year, uh, different conventions all over the nation like I do, um, I wanted to exemplify what you would see there. Okay. So um, we've had definitely a very diverse um amount of programming from week to week from like sci-fi marvel like just anything that you would just maybe see at a convention like that Mm -hmm. cosplay so um and uh, gaming and uh just uh that's what we're kind of we're all about so each week we have a different theme Mm -hmm. this month coming up we're doing an entire theme for marvel Mm -hmm. so like next week um the first week of march uh will be spider-man the following week after that's x-men and um just different themes we just talk about the characters and also show clips and videos, stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. And then you had mentioned that you took over. So was this a club that was already standing before? Yeah. And so it's not recently new, right? How no, long has it no. been there for? No. Our, the club has been around, jeez. Oh, Forever. <laughs> more than six years, oh, I wow. want to say. That's yeah. A minute. It's, yeah. It's just we've been a very smaller club uh-huh. compared to most. Um, and so that's why. Uh, not many people know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still uh, working on some outreach with that. Um, yeah. Any changes from year to year? I know that, like, um, I mean, we had about the same amount of people as we did last year, which usually you want to have more. But um, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, all that, and also just kind of getting the word out there, you know, different, yeah. different um, student government events is uh, really doing things like this, right? Here, like, yeah, having, TR Clubhouse. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's something that would appeal to, like, so many more people on campus that don't actually know about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see, like, people wearing, like, a Captain Marvel t-shirt, yeah. they should be in our club. They might have a class during our club, and that's why, I mean, why they're not going to the club. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, comics rule everything in mm-hmm. box office and just pretty much everything out there in sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pretty big thing. So... We appeal to a lot of people, a lot of diverse. We have a very diverse Mm -hmm. um, membership. But, yeah, just, uh, you know, we're still chugging along, you know, just a certain amount. I guess we have a few hundred on the Facebook, you know, so that's nice. They yeah, don't, they don't show up to the club, but <laughs> hey, they're still involved somehow. We appreciate it. Maybe they do have class. Yeah, but um, yeah. going back to you said, I wanted. I think you said like every week is when you have a meeting. Yeah. Is that how it is? So yeah. What is it like a standard set date or does it change? So it's you. It's every Tuesday. Gotcha. Um, the time varies by about a half hour depending mm-hmm. on what we're doing. Um, but it always starts at either four or four thirty. And it ends at 6. And then we meet always in Mahalo Hall on mm-hmm. the fifth floor, room 554. Yeah, okay. and actually to that, I will say 
if you find you're just trying to check it out for the first time, just think of it maybe as starting at four because there's always somebody there at four and yeah. we like to talk, we like to hang out, you know, before we get things really started. So. And so how does, um, for I guess the people who are listening who are kind of interested, how does it like a standard meeting kind of go? You kind of touched on it where it's a different subject or maybe like a yeah, different yeah. superhero every week. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And sometimes like I'll end up choosing what that, that programming mm-hmm. is or we do like fan poll or so fan polls member polls um on our facebook just to see what people are like interested in checking out uh last week we did a poll and um we had different, different shows like um sorry uh, lost boys uh and um also um harley quinn mm-hmm. and like harley quinn ultimately won so mm-hmm. we wa- kind of made it more focused about Harley Quinn and her new animated show on Dole's Whim. So. I think that had a lot to do with the recent Birds of Prey movie. True. But, uh, yeah. Um, well, they were overlapping cognitively, but narratively, uh, uh, I should say. Our, our club, we like to do, we do stuff like that. Where we focus on what's current. We talk, we usually will talk about stuff that's current or we'll do, uh, I, I like to determine as research about that type of, you know, culture. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's like learning about how it started or what it is about or what what made it popular, like what movies or stuff like that. Right. Um, and then we also do stuff. Uh, we go to events also. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of it's movie screenings. Uh, we also go to a Frankenstein's, which is a popular. What is it? Uh, Frankenstein's. Yeah. It's a popular. Oh, a close collectible show, right? Mm-hmm. And it's only about ten miles from here. And I think that those who know, they definitely know about it. Yeah. Um. Some people, it's like, oh my god, what is this? Like, it was your first time going this year. Yeah. Um. Think... On January fourth, when they had their opening day, um, because they moved locations, mm-hmm. and it's a much nicer, bigger location. But basically, it's a giant swap meet. Yeah, I was right? gonna say the best way to describe <laughs> it is a giant swap meet that focuses on just this pop culture sci-fi this comic book, comics sci-fi. like toys lots of toys uh you know cool t-shirts and stuff like that so like 90 percent of it's like yeah that kind of stuff yeah um not like a normal boring swap meet at all <laughs> so oh, i would assume so is that i mean like all swap meets you have to like pay to get in so do you nope. guys no it's oh, free, that one free? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you can free walk what? around it's in a they i think the place was a sam's club so the thing's huge oh. inside it's indoors uh-huh. You know, and we try to like be, you know, aware of what like the students' perspective is on that. So like, some students have like money just go and do whatever they want, mm-hmm. and then some don't. Um, we like to just like keep in mind that like you know, get as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Last night we did like a five dollar screening uh, for the movie Sonic oh. because it's at Landmark Theater. Um, in, I think it's a Landmark Twenty Five mm-hmm. in Anaheim. Every night, or sorry, every Tuesday night, it's five dollars. So we did one for Birds of Prey like that. We did one for um, Sonic. So we just kind of, we keep them aware of like, you know, hey, you may not have like all the money in the world, but it's just all about like the social atmosphere yeah. of going to do these things and just like, yeah, so. Okay, so from what I'm kind of getting, it's not that you guys talk about just Comic-Con or how it works. It's kind of like you guys yourselves are kind of like a Comic-Con, teaching like, the people about different things that are going on in a way. I don't know if I would say Teaching, no, but <laughs> not teaching. <laughs> Definitely not a classroom environment. I mean, I think of that like, sometimes, but you I, know, but uh, but not 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 in that way. Mm-hmm. Just like if you went every week, yeah. Sometimes you're gonna have weeks where like, hey, you're really into like all the Marvel stuff, like most people like really are. Mm-hmm. But this week we're gonna have like an you know talk about Alien, you yeah. know, which is a sci-fi cult, not cult classic. It is a classic um, sci-fi film, and um, if you went every week, you. There's no way that 
what you're any in particular person mm-hmm. what they're into would cover like our meetings like we do such a vast array of um programming mm-hmm. that you're if you win every week you're gonna learn you're gonna learn about stuff yeah. we're not trying to teach or anything so more like, it's, <laughs> is it more like a conversation than in yes. a way okay have a conversation about it's, these kind it's, of things it's like any hobby kind of anything you know it's like you know everyone's just interested in it and we just go and discuss and enjoy about it you know the same similar interest right it's the same Watch similar interest like okay. yeah yeah i mean i people can be learning but that's not our goal is to teach them no, yeah, because they there's they, no quizzes or tests. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, they 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 can learn a lot just by going each week, but that's on that's our own learning, right? So mm-hmm. you know, teach yourself. Just a collective <laughs> of people who kind of have the same interest or maybe want to kind of get into it. Yeah, just kind of talk about it. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it. Okay, so um, for this club, especially since you said you guys kind of took over it after a while, why is this club important to you guys? And then what can it kind of give students? Um, it's important to me. It's like one of the, I guess, gigs uh, that I've probably always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going to comic book conventions. I've been reading comics since I was like eight or seven. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of gotten out of that, more about the movies and television now. Mm-hmm. But I've been going to conventions, San Diego Comic Con, since like 1996. So like from a long time, over 20 years, um, since I was a very little kid, and I just... Since then, you know, I've gone to all the major conventions, New York Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, uh, Fanex in uh, Salt Lake City. Um, this is a big part of my, my everyday life in a way, yeah. you know, just like the celebration of pop culture mm-hmm. the way that it is. Um, and, you know, just to be able to share that with others mm-hmm. is awesome. You know, like I really look forward to that every week. Gotcha. And for you? You know, I've always grown up watching the, the movies. I love DC's Batman, you know, the, all that stuff. And to me, I've just, I've always enjoyed that um, world, mm-hmm. that ability that there are people that have this a power and that they choose to do this with it and they choose to do uh, good things or they choose to do bad things. And I just feel like it's kind of, it's the same thing as like people who read fantasy books. It's a new, it's just a different world to go into and yeah. to just view. And for me, I've just always enjoyed it because it's like taking a break from the reality and just enjoying a different world of something else that's possible. And it's just kind of, I guess you could say relaxing. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, obviously you have a really big interest in it and you've already explained it. But what do you think this club can influence on the CSUF campus? What do you want it to kind of be for them? Is it either the same thing or is it something different? I think if more people become aware of it, then it could be more of a a place for a larger group of people, obviously, um, to do what, I guess, a smaller group of people are currently doing, somewhere to just enjoy um, sharing what they love Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, communicating with different students that they might not normally communicate with Mm -hmm. and uh, sharing what they're just interested in and also kind of giving you a break in between classes yeah. you know like everybody needs that you need those yeah. outlets you know if you're like a freshman uh you're finding them now but maybe like like i'm a senior so like you know like i found my other outlets you know to kind of make yeah being on campus a little more interesting and this is definitely one of them if you're into that sort of thing so okay okay let me see what else. And so events, do you guys happen to try to get everyone to go to certain Comic-Cons? Because I know, like, the one in San Diego is a bit far, but right. has that ever right. happened? Um, we do. Well, I there think, is WonderCon. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. 
uh, WonderCon is a comic book convention or a Comic Con type convention that happens down in Anaheim. If right. I'm not mistaken, I always get the look. Anaheim Convention confused. Center. I go every year. It's been right. like ten years or something now. I I used to go to it back when it was in San Francisco, but it's moved to Anaheim um, mm-hmm. a while back and. That's like eight Not miles from here. You know, <laughs> yeah. super I convenient. Mean, compared uh, to Comic Con, right? Yeah. And easier to get into. Right, right. Because they rarely sell out like until like maybe the week or mm-hmm. before, you know, or of um, even. And um, we do a meetup every year. I mean, that's something that like, again, we've been around for like five or six years. Nobody in this room has been in the club like more than just maybe a little more than a year, yeah. you know? So, um, and that's kind of like where. Um, a lot of the people that like go to the this club like are just doing the, this year. They haven't been going for years because you know those other people they've moved on, you know, graduated and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, every year we go to WonderCon and we do a meetup and just like you know just kind of like an orientation, if you will. If that's your first convention, it's we're like the right people to go through with that because we can kind of explain what it's all about <coughs> for you know the mm-hmm. novice, I guess. And a little bit more. Oh, do you have something? Well, to I was just going to go say. Ahead. I mean, like we mentioned earlier, Frankenstein's. Yeah. I mean, in a type of way, could almost be considered a convention. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. selling collectibles and stuff, but it is but going still. to an event. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's all it is. And at times they do have celebrity signings and stuff like that. Um, like on Saturdays, I think they do them. Um, but they're yeah, again, they're very much. I mean, they they have they are open Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So they're you can just kind of go, and um, I think. Yeah, they're they're worthwhile if you definitely haven't been there before. So sure. Okay, and then kind of on a more personal question, have you guys ever cosplayed whenever you've gone to any of those conventions? Just out of curiosity. Oh, I've been to dozens, <laughs> and that question comes up a lot because I'll just be telling my friends or mm-hmm. my coworkers like, so like this weekend I have off because I'm going to Comic Con, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and um, they'll be like, oh, you can dress up, and it's like. No, I don't. I've never dressed up, actually. Oh, okay. Never, ever dressed up. And um, I think at some point you, I will mm-hmm. because, like, it's, like, maybe a bucket list thing. Yeah. But with the – and this has happened a lot when people didn't even really know that much about comic book conventions. They would see it on the news or whatever, and they see all these people dressed up, all and the they thought that's what it was. That's what it is, yeah. You know? I think that's a stereotype maybe I was kind of thinking of, too. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, it's yeah, part of the what it culture, is, you yeah. know, the culture. And um, it's maybe an eighth or maybe 20% of the people that actually go to the convention. Are the ones who actually dress up. But they're probably having the best time. I'm not knocking that probably. at all. They, you know, they spent like, their time and money into it. They, they want to show it off, and I respect that. Exactly, exactly. And there's some really good... I mean, yeah. I know the ones that do the San Diego, when they do the masquerade and all that, some of those people have gotten jobs off, like, HBO, oh, you know, from, like, winning the masquerade because they were such a great makeup artist, uh-huh. and they just put their all into it. But um, I know... You have been to convention, yes. Um, right. I've done a few conventions when oh, I was yeah, younger, yeah. Uh, mostly like Star Wars stuff, okay. but I never really dressed up for it. Not for the conventions. Don't get me wrong. I've mm-hmm. dressed up for Halloween as the characters <laughs> I've enjoyed, <laughs> but never have I gone to a convention. Um, that's mostly just because I don't want to drive down to San Diego. Um, <laughs> so the Anaheim this year, well, we'll make it. And also, <laughs> it's hard to get, a, get into the San Diego one. Um, but yeah. Okay, okay. And then you had talked about, obviously, the events that you guys go to. Do you have any events on campus that anyone might be interested in, or is it mainly just the meeting times? The meetings are, like, almost like a mini event in themselves because yeah. you have a few hours, and we can just, like, 
you will have a great time if you go. Like, you know, we'll watch a bunch of video or whatever, you know, and that's just, like, a different theme each week. It makes it kind of special. That's mm-hmm. why we're kind of going forward with that. Um, but nothing on campus, um, but just different movies. I mean, there's a lot, you know, that happened. Like, we had three or four last semester mm-hmm. of just, like, movie outings, you know, like for Joker or mm-hmm. Star Wars or whatever, you know. So it's a lot of stuff we can kind of interconnect with that. Um, but, yeah, nothing – we don't really have events on campus. Yeah. So okay. yeah, it's a good idea. And then another question that I do have, because I know certain clubs, depending on what they do, obviously they'll have some type of, like, either application or an application that does require them to pay a fee. Do you guys do any applications or fee applications? <laughs> With the treasurer handle that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gives me the technical questions. Yeah. Um, as far as, I mean, we do have like a generic application, mm-hmm. but that's just because we're more curious of like what you're into. Because we try to accommodate, you know, one of the For benefits everyone. of a small club is it's easier to accommodate to other yeah. people's stuff. You know, if one person, you know, likes, you know, DC's Batman or another person likes, you know, Marvel's cinematic or Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, and so we try to accommodate. Um, and so that's like, that's really what our application is. It's just asking us like, what do you enjoy? You know, if we're able to, you know, what is it you want to have us talk about most or go over most or do whatever. And um, as far as fees, um, we have a fee, but we don't really push it only because the fees are if you really want to get like a club T-shirt. Okay. Um, and so we don't and because we don't really do anything that requires a cost to maintain our club. Mm-hmm. So we don't really need a fee very rarely. Mm-hmm. So but we don't really push the fee okay okay and then you had mentioned your socials or at least you didn't really say them but you said you had socials do you want to plug them right now oh social so you mean like just when we like do outings outside like the... twitter oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, yeah, yeah. Though, if you want to go for both go oh for i got you <laughs> okay um, cool um and going back to like the event thing yeah. i i uh Sometimes, like, the th- week that we have programming, just because why he fires that up, but mm-hmm. but um, when we have, like, November 5th, right? We did yeah. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesday, November 5th, we had V for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody's, like, knows about Guy Fox and mm-hmm. remember, remember the 5th of November, that would have been the perfect location because we just made the whole theme about V for Vendetta. Yeah. So we can kind of make it more of, like, um, a create, you know, kind of a, something special on campus that you can check out each week. But um, we do have a Facebook, we do have a Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I, I don't think we have those. For, I mean, we, we don't have them fired up for you just yet. Oh, no, or do you? We, I got them. You got them. Okay, he's got them. All right. So, cool, cool. like, our Titans of Comic Con, our Facebook page is literally just Titans of Comic Con. Easy. Um, Love it. You know, pretty easy to find. Um, if Facebook's being a pain, there's a uh, hyphen in between comic and con. <laughs> Other than that, that's it. And then, coincidentally, our Instagram is literally just the same thing, except for it's as it is all one word. If Titans of Comic Con was just all one giant blob of a word, that's our Instagram. It's pretty easy to find. I mean, we follow the CSUF officials and all that stuff, so I mean, you could find it but through there did. and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, we don't really main. We don't have a Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. Or we don't yeah, maintain we don't, one. Don't really um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's only really useful if you have something to constantly be plugging. Con- yeah, like yeah. if you have content, like oh, watch this out here. Right. Oh, this is already set up. Go find that. Yeah, so, yeah I see its points. And like when we pulled it with our, we pulled our our group to see if like you know, hey, we have this Twitter, we have this other social media. Stuff? Like we even had we, at one point, I had a Discord, oh, okay. and they were just like, you know. You know, they just pull like, hey, we just like Facebook or, you know, Instagram just because it's easier. And I mean, they use Facebook pretty much the same thing that they do for Twitter. They just put stuff on here like, oh, look at this cool fact about this movie or this cool fact about that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And they do have another question since you guys have been in the club for a while. Do you have any specific memorable moment that first comes to mind that kind of when you look back at it you're like this is why I'm in this club because of this moment that happened do you guys have anything significant David why don't I go first because okay. you're going to take a while I, no offense. I'm sure I'm sure no offense don't don't let it hurt your feelings there <laughs> no no you're good um, I would have to say probably my favorite like moment in the club was actually when we did the V for Vendetta that he talked about because that is among one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also it actually originated from a comic book. Yeah. Um, uh, called by the same name from like the late '80s, I believe, is when it came out. But uh, yeah, when we did that, because it just it aligned perfectly with that mm-hmm. most important date in the film, and it's honestly just it's an all-around great movie, even if you don't follow that culture to watch. And so that was probably my favorite time was when we talked about it watched it and got to like enjoy that as a club and experience that all together love it okay uh, that, that would be my top three you know for sure no uh, <laughs> I um cause like also in the back of my mind um you know like 10-15 years ago when that movie came out of 13 years ago 2005 uh, it would have been great uh, 2006 uh, oh. but it would have been it would have been great to be like oh I can show this or you know I can I can have a entire club meeting about mm-hmm. Viva Vendetta, and it is a you know slightly sure, but it's you know Hugo Weaving, Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. so it's a great you know film. If people haven't seen it, if they get nothing else from this uh, radio from show, podcast. it's on <laughs> Netflix. My interview, At least watch them. Ch- check out Viva Vendetta. <laughs> it's sure. on. It's on um, Netflix. But uh, yeah, we've um, experimented with different things, different weeks. Like we had a cosplay week, and it was cool. Like a lot of people dressed up for that. He dressed up like uh, a Boy Scout or something from uh, Up, <laughs> No, right? I dressed up from Up. I was um, yeah. a wilderness explorer from Up. Yeah. 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 That was so um, yeah, that was... I need to see those pictures if you have them. I really want to see them. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I don't know. I can look. Yeah, you I got them somewhere. I, I, you got I, I, I mean, maybe not during the interview. Maybe after the interview. But um, no, like... You know, so then I kind of found out, like, oh, he does have a bit of a substantial, like, um, Boy Scout background, actually. So, <laughs> well, uh, I had the shirt because I was in Boy Scouts growing up. Right. So I had perfect. the shirt, had it, right? and it, it's the same color. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to. You just fit perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go with that. And I've been able to, um, from time to time, we've been able to have, like, guest speakers come in. Uh, we did a, um, a Alien week, you know, for mm-hmm. Alien, the um, class, classic. Um, Ridley Scott film, and um, somebody who I respect a lot on campus, Dr. Amy Copeland. Uh, she's the head of the philosophy department, oh, okay. and she actually came in and spoke to our group, um, talked about philosophy about Alien because she does a uh, literature and cinema film class mm-hmm. on like mm-hmm. philosophy. So, um, and that was really cool to get her, and she was, uh, you know, taught us a lot 
about how to see that film from a different perspective. So, so not just cinematic, maybe more of a inner lookings type of way? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some interesting themes in Alien. Um, we just keep on recommending movies to you guys. So, no, I'm no. <laughs> um, But there's... Um, it, it's 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 you know it's definitely I think it came out in seventy nine so it's definitely one it's definitely a, a bit of a you know it's a feminist film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time really that you see a Female badass woman Sigourney like in Weaver. charge, yeah. right? And like she just does the most, and she's like the hero because she does the most logical thing. You know, she plays by the rules, mm-hmm. and she's the only one that for like any real sense that's going on with all this. You know, and basically she, she, things hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from another perspective, there's actually definitely a theme of rape in the movie oh. um, where, you know, usually that's just a fear that women have. But in yeah. that movie, it's a lot about anybody can just, like, have this alien just, like, burrow in its you know, stomach and oh. pop out, you know, basically if it gets infected. Yeah, and it's, 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 and it's inside of you like that. Mm-hmm. There's definitely, like, an underlying theme uh-huh. of rape, you know, and males haven't really had to deal with that. So that's maybe what makes the movie a little more scary. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Copeland talked a lot about that. So. I love that. Yeah, I yeah, personally important. am a film major and... I feel like I would be really into stuff like that. I'm also a really bad film major because I haven't seen like all like the main movies. Everyone I know, sure, sure. I'm really bad at it. But I mean, that's really just a personal take on it, right? Yeah. You know, you're the, you're 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 studying in this. It's what you feel is personally the mm-hmm. you know the important takes. Like, what is your favorite movie? See, people have always asked me that, and <laughs> I'm the type of person who also, when they ask me, like, oh, who's your favorite artist, who's your favorite album, I've never had an actual answer. You always I'm, have multiple. There's I always have that one usual. Exactly. Or I, like, like certain things from certain movies or certain albums, so it's never a specific broad one. It's just, like, I don't I don't know. So it's right. always, yeah. I feel like when people always look at me, like, oh, you're a film major, what's that? And that's always the first question. Do you have, like, I'm a like, director, oh. maybe? Or... Kind of the same thing. So when, I, when people yeah. say favorite movie... The first thing that comes to mind, surprisingly, is Batman Forever, as bad as it is. Okay, sure. But just as a kid, visually... So you should be in our club. No, <laughs> visually, as a kid, I'm go ahead. I'm going to skip my Tuesday class. But um, that's just how it's always impacted me, it's just through the visuals. That's the so. one... I, it's the one with the Riddler? Right? Yes. Okay, okay, because I get that confused that sometimes between is, Batman and Robin in that one. Is that the Val Kilmer? Is that yeah, part of Val Kilmer? Kilmer. Okay, right. so and a lot of people really like his job as Batman for that, I but... I think Jim Carrey, like, as a Riddler, was, did a great job. Mm-hmm. And then he comes... I loved him. Right? I, I, I haven't seen this, Batman. Oh, I you need on, to see I grew it. up yeah. on the Christian, uh, Christopher Christian. Nolan's uh-huh. series. Right. You know, I felt Still one that. of my favorites as well. That's, like, my backup one. People oh, are always yeah. like, you rather like Batman forever than the Christopher Nolan. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's something about my childhood. But, like... Well, I mean, Jim Carrey's Jim, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is I so mean, great as a villain and a campy villain at that, because that movie is campy. Mm-hmm, um, Sonic, just saw, like, last night, mm-hmm. it's a bit campy as well oh, yeah. and his like job as Robotnik um, was just killer I mean, oh. it was That's so was interesting hearing. a lot of people are saying like even scene. if the movie's not good him no matter what yes. he oh. always just you know, shines everyone yeah because yeah. it that just works the main with reason I went to go see it was, was just because I enjoy Jim Carrey and like his him in that he kind of I don't want to say he carried that movie no. well, he probably but he did but <laughs> he did um Made it special. He made it, oh. he made it, he took it an extra step up if it, you know, at a certain point. He did so justice to the character from what I'm hearing. Yeah. Do you actually recommend that movie? I'm deciding if I actually want to see Well, it. I always look around, I mean, I see a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I see probably about 100 movies a year. Oh, damn. Um, like, you know, new ones. And I 
Um, don't get used them. to work at a video store for over a decade, oh, so okay. uh, back when those were things. So, uh, I mean, this is a side gig, right? But to get free movies. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would recommend it. Um, it's a little bit more like their audience is probably 12-year-olds, you know? Mm. But at the same time, like, it's actually fun for everyone. It's fun for everyone to enjoy, and I do want to see the second one, and they they definitely lead into a sequel. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree with you. It is, I think, pushed towards more that younger demographic, that mm-hmm. younger age. But come on, none of them, none of those twelve year olds really played Sonic. You know, played the game Sonic. <laughs> you know, it was all the you know late twenties, thirties. You know, those people who grew up with the Sega game system. Yeah, that the old played like it. Except so those, <laughs> those are the ones I saw because I went actually the night it opened up and mm-hmm. I saw Sonic. Um, those are the people I saw there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend it. I think it's a good movie. I think it's definitely one that you should see, especially if you enjoy Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, they went through a lot of work for that film because they redid the entire animation of the mm-hmm. character because the original look of the character oh. did not it was represent very the original. memeable. That exactly. gives you nightmares. I remember that. Yeah. Back, I, back to that picture. I think most people uh, the Halloween that. picture. Do you have the Halloween picture? <laughs> so not, well, not, yeah. not, not, not last Halloween's, but I had dressed up as a character before years ago, <laughs> and I found that picture if you want to see it. Oh, my God. That is spot on. Do you have that on the Facebook? No. Probably should. (laughs) (laughs) This was like back when I was in high school, you know, and so, yeah. That is insane. You just needed the little balloons. Or no, you need the dog. I actually have a golden retriever. Yeah, you brought it with you. No, not the. No, I didn't bring the stuffed animal, though. I think you brought the stuffed animal. Yes, I brought the stuffed animal. You stuffed animal. You have a real golden retriever. I have a real golden retriever. (laughs) No, I did not bring her on campus. I wish I could, though. Hey, just service dog. That's all you have to say. No one can question Uh, you on that. I know. Yeah, but you brought a stuffed animal to kind of go with the theme. You know, yeah. Your, your cosplay. <laughs> yeah. That was probably, of all the characters, the one I was probably most into for dressing up, just mm-hmm. because of how relatable it was to my, you know, childhood growing mm-hmm. up, was, you know, him from Up and being that wilderness explorer, me being a Boy Scout. <laughs> Perfect fit. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off tax oh, from no, Sonic. Oh, no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> no, was, yeah. So I have another question. This sure. might be a little bit more towards you since you are treasurer, but a fun <laughs> question I try to ask everyone is, if you guys had unlimited funding, what would you want to do with that? I know, a little broad because it is indeed unlimited, but still. See, I'm just the, I can answer that question, but I'm more just the guy that, you know, monitors the funds and tells him no when he wants to do something. <laughs> um Honestly, like for me, the biggest thing is when I'm watching a movie, I'm the guy, I'll go to a movie theater, but I prefer to do it in the comfort of my own home if I can watch there. Cause you know, everyone prefers to watch the movie in their bed or their couch or whatever's Mm -hmm. comfiest. The movie theaters have gotten better with that. Um, Providing snacks, I think would be a huge Mm -hmm. step forward. You know, like pizza, stuff, comfort foods. I think that would be something I would personally do. I, he's looking like he would do something totally different. I see the wheels. Oh, I, I would never knock snacks. What are you talking about? See the wheels. <laughs> I would love the wheels snacks. are churning and the smoke's coming out of his ears. <laughs> I mean, some of our meetings, like our first one in the spring, we had like free pizza, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that was kind of cool. But yeah, like when we have it in the budget, Costco pizza that was um, good. Yeah, and I no, I mean free snacks sounds great. Um, well, hey, I think when we you can... go to like AMC and Regal and. You no. know, all the stuff. I mean, when they want to charge you, what, an arm and a leg to go I in? Know. 
I mean, for for me personally with AMC, I've got a list program, so it's like going to see a movie's free, but it still costs a lot of money to get a snack. It does. No. I know that's where they make their money, but still, it doesn't have to hurt. <laughs> that's why you go to the Dollar Tree and you like either hide it up your. That's shirt. what I do. Oh, see, that's I'm, what, I'm, see, like you, you can know, fill rookie, this up. Rookie you don't over with here. water or whatever. They don't check it. They they that's don't. Rookie. They're not retired. <laughs> that's how I grew up, and that's how I always do it. I remember the other day, me and my boyfriend went to go see a movie, and I don't I don't carry a purse. That's just not my thing. Mm. But we we're like, wait, how are we gonna take our food in? So I was like freaking out. I had to borrow a bag from his mother like a old <laughs> purse just to like stuff stuff in i it love it funny. we had like taco bell i remember <laughs> doing that for uh the batman the final batman from christopher nolan's mm-hmm. that midnight showing but anyways i have an amc pass so a few times a week i'll go to, i mean not a few times well sometimes a few times a week i'll be at the movie theater and like what you just said and the reason why i mean first of all you know cost sure but like also like the food at the movie theater is like, all right. If you go mediocre. there as much as I do, is very mediocre. Very mediocre. Varieties, especially limited. for the money. And I'm just like, yeah. ah, do I really need this? Like, I have to be starving to be like, okay, I'm gonna, I have to buy something. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I mean you're yeah. lucky to get away with under ten dollars as a bill there. What? And you know, you got like the choice of like pizza and nachos. When it's like, I just want a poke bowl and like bring mm-hmm. that in. You know, I so, want an actual AMC meal. does fish and chips. But are they good? They're not bad. Fish and <laughs> chips, I don't know if I would trust that. But but uh, they do have an awesome um, macaroni, cheese, and um, bacon, bacon bowl right now. Oh. Like I'm like, six bucks? It's a great deal. Um, but, yeah, so visibility mm-hmm. would be a big one, just so, like, everybody on campus knew. If we had everybody on campus know about our club, mm-hmm. like, because it just appeals to so many people our age, you know, or really any age, but like Especially our age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then like we would need several rooms for the club <laughs> meetings. And, Honestly, and so visibility the biggest TSU one. would be yeah. perfect. We have a movie theater at the TSU? Yeah. yeah. They show movies yeah. there from time to time for free, right, Dan? Yeah, that's I right. I did not know yeah. that. I've only known, like, the bowling alley and, like, the arcade. Uh, oh, yeah. So, um, Where is that at? Those so, are, you yeah. remember when uh, it's on the other half, the other side of the TSU on the first floor? Okay. Past the courtyard on the other side of the courtyard from where all the food court is? It's just, it's really kind of hidden. You know that skeleton of the big giant elephant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right over in that area. It's really kind of hidden. And, like, the last time I remember they had a movie was, or that I saw an announcement for a movie was back in October. They did super bad. Okay. Um, Well, I don't, I haven't seen anything recently. They could be doing stuff. They do a bunch of new stuff, actually. Yeah, they had that. Usually um, the newer stuff they charge, but when it's the older stuff, they don't. See, I I feel like I'm going to argue with you on this, but but I've never Mm -hmm. been to one where they charge. So, Uh I mean, maybe, like, he has been. but, But they've had, like, like, last fall, they had, like, five or six different movies. And I know one of them was, um, and, you know, it's a student government putting it on. But uh, they, Good Boys, um, they had a poolside screening of uh, Spider-Man um, Far From Home, mm. uh, which was really cool. And they gave out prizes and stuff like that. And, um, and, and I guess that would be another thing. We would like to give out more prizes. Because sometimes at the end of the semester, if people have, like, really great attendance or whatever, we give out Ralph tickets. Mm. And then they can win, like, comics and other things like that, like DVDs. Um, but we only do that a couple times a year. So it would be great if we could give out more prizes, you know. Really? Like, all, all the potential, you know, all the money in the world. Right? <laughs> I feel like even with those, like, you can probably maybe do, like, meetups. 
at like the TSU for movie nights or something. Yeah, it's it's you, should, something. you should probably connect with them a little more on that. I think. I don't know if I'm right about this, but I feel like I've heard that if you're a club, sometimes you can get certain free things from the TSU. I want to say like bowling or something like that. I'm not too oh, sure. Bowling, bowling, I'm gonna, fun. I'm gonna ask Max. I feel like we did something like that recently, but, but I could be wrong. So hopefully I'm not. Okay. Yeah, but, I was seeing somewhere you guys have like a bowling event tonight. We had it yesterday. Or yesterday. It was really oh. fun, and I'm pretty sure from what I overheard, if you have obviously a club. You get like free things certain times throughout the semester. Let me ask you because I feel like that would help. That would be perfect because we usually hold our end of the semester party at the Titan Bowling Alley. Mm -hmm. So that's perfect. perfect. Okay. And then another question um, if you can have any celebrity represent your club, who would it be? Represent our club? Yeah. To be kind of just like the face of the name. I mean,. For older fans, I think, like, Kevin Smith was, like, pretty Ooh, big, right? Yeah. Because he's just, like, you still get him, can't th- not think of Comic-Con, right? Okay. Or before him, even, even older, Stan Lee, right? I, I mean, you know, back, back when he was with us. Uh, so those kind of people, like, uh, I used to go to con, like, every year looking forward to see them because they were not just, like, my some of my favorite creators, but, like, also, like, the best people that you would not want to have um, talking about the fandom, you know, like, uh, at a panel, mm-hmm. they were just interesting speakers. Um, so you would definitely need somebody that's like an interesting speaker, but also fun. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, Chris Pratt, maybe, I don't know. I've, I've met him before. So he's, he's a nice guy. That's yeah, for like example, <laughs> when we did our first episode, that question came up and we said for Titan radio, we'd want like Tyler, the creator. Cause of just like, obviously the music side and then just the image side, like it just, yeah. he's always down to create crazy creative content where oh, just like, he's all over the place yeah, yeah that's why we're like really yeah cool. if we could we would get him we're not going to but we wish <laughs> <laughs> yeah what would you say maybe celebrity wise Ooh, that's a tough one only because there's like so many people who could represent it there's so many people who can represent it and i feel like honestly if i had my way if we could have like rotating on who could represent <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> like i know that, that would be like i know our <laughs> outreach officer carla she would love to have uh Christopher Evans. Chris like, Evans. Chris Evans, Chris who Evans. did... Uh, what girl wouldn't? <laughs> uh, who did play Captain America, obviously. Yeah. She would, I know, love to have that as our representative. Um, me, if I really had to pick, I would probably say Christian Bale. Just oh. again, back to that whole Batman, mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan. Chris, I, I don't know how friendly he is, though. Like, I hear things. <laughs> but, uh, Hugh Jackman, you know, Ryan Reynolds. You want to take your friendly. pick from my list. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. They're going to rotate. Don't Ryan worry. It's not work. just we'll him. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan, Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is perfect. Oh, there we go. There <laughs> That's go. the right answer. That's the answer. No, but you gotta, <laughs> if you're going to have Ryan Reynolds, you got to have Hugh Jackman. Otherwise, you don't have that dynamic. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, for sure. Okay, okay. So, is there any other questions you guys would want to kind of talk about? Um... No, I mean, I, th- I think we've uh, kind of explained everything that we're about and uh, hopefully give the listeners some idea of what we're, yeah. what we represent, you know. So when's your guys' next meeting? Because this is going to play this Friday. If cool. you guys are listening right now, it's Friday. But I guess for next week, you guys have a meeting. Well, every Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Tuesdays, um, it, just show up at 4. We're all, there's always somebody there at 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo the, Hall, 554. And we're going to start with, like, programming maybe around 4.15-ish. But um, doing, like, a special theme this week for um, Spider-Man Into the Mm Spider-Verse. So that animated film um, that's really popular. 
Um, I've and personally never seen it. Oh, it's amazing! So, you have to. Really? I, saw so that, I saw that on Christmas Day, and it's like I've crazy. heard great things about it. Great. It was just I missed the time it was in theater, and then I just I think it's on. Is it Netflix? Uh, it yeah. is on Netflix. Yeah. I just haven't gotten around to watching. And it. I feel like because I didn't prepare for that answer or question, um, but I feel like it did win Best Oscar for uh, animated film mm-hmm. that year when it came out. I know it was nominated for sure, um, but yeah. Uh, we will be there about four. It's mm-hmm. McCarthy Hall, so it's literally the oldest building. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been there before, before we started meeting there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a fan <laughs> so much of that hall, but I, I used to go, I used to be in there with my previous major a lot, so that's why I was like, yeah, oh. I, you're a business major now, so I don't know. Like, what, what, what were you then? Uh, initially chemistry. Oh, yeah. It's like tough stuff. Like, I'm a psychology major, so like... It's still <laughs> science. It's a liberal science. <laughs> That's very true, uh, but it's still classified <laughs> as a science. But, uh, yeah, no, we'll be um, in McCarthy Hall, room 554. We're mm-hmm. always in McCarthy Hall, 554, Tuesdays, 4 o'clock. We'll mm-hmm. be there. So. Okay, and then really quick, since... Because usually I'll try to see if I can have you guys talk about, like, your majors and stuff at the beginning, but we kind of passed that. Do you guys want to kind of talk about what Go you ahead. do here at CSUF yeah. or why you're here? <laughs> <laughs> see, he's bitter about earlier when I cut him off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be hearing about it later. Um, I'm... Personally, I'm an economics major. Um, so if you can repeat the question, that'd be great. <laughs> Pretty I was laughing at David. <laughs> what, what does the major mean to you? Yeah. Like, what, Why are you what here brought you to that major? For? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Cal State Fullerton has a very good business and economics program, mm-hmm. uh, especially for bachelor's and the bachelor's degree. And I just, uh, you know, I really enjoyed economics in high school when I took it. Um, I also really enjoyed chemistry. That's why I know I said originally I was going to be a chemistry major. Um, hmm? You're crazy. <laughs> I appreciate it. I had a teacher who made it look really easier than oh, it was. I wish I had that teacher then. That's why I feel like I liked it so much. <laughs> um, and so I just, and the program there is phenomenal. I really enjoy it. And what's nice about it, I'm not a guy who likes big groups. I'm not a person who enjoys crowds or anything like that. So the economics program is just getting like, it's just that right size where it's not too overcrowded. You know, there's a million business majors, but not all of them are economic majors. Yeah. Um, and so it's just nice. It's, inter- it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I know it's not interesting to you. It's gotta be interesting to you. I, well, I would hope it'd be interesting to me. Right? <laughs> Sounds really scary to me. But like, I mean, <laughs> the biggest reason I went with it was because at the time it looked like more doors were going to open for me in the future than it would close. And so I saw that as a plus. That's, that's important. What year are you currently? Currently in my fourth year. Is it your last or do you have another? Um, I have... At least another semester. Okay. So are you uh, going to walk this semester or are you going to walk in summer? No. I'm. Uh, do they do summer walks? I don't know. I heard that you can apply for graduation in summer. I don't know if that means you're walking, though. To be honest, I, I actually think they no only do it. spring walks. Okay. That's probably what I Because I, I know my friend graduated last fall, and then he's not walking until this spring. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they only do spring walks, which kind of sucks because I feel like in the fall it would be better. It's not going to be as hot. It's not going to be as sunny. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had a friend who graduated in December. And it was cute because it was like Christmas time. So it was actually yeah. kind of like, yeah. Like yeah. So I have at least another semester. Okay. Are you gonna? Do you have to apply for summer graduation? Um, I do have to 
uh, apply. I mean, you have to apply for any graduation to walk for any if you want to walk. Random tidbit, but I've, just from what I've been seeing on the portal, I think the deadline I want to say is March 9th. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't. I don't think I make it for for uh, a summer walk uh, or okay. spring walk. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Doesn't matter. It, for me, I was just planning on next spring walking. Oh okay. Perfect. Still works out then. Mm-hmm. And then for you, what major are you and why are you? I'm a psychology major. Ooh. And um, I got into that major mostly because I really like to analyze a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, just like, you know, human behavior, social constructs, all of that, trends, um, as far as way people repeat themselves, like the decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. And I overanalyze a lot. I realized my friends a lot, myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of steps into why I why I do like to analyze a lot and this important to be, you know, it's important aspect of psychology, sure. I think I'm actually in the wrong major, you know, and I think that happens to a lot of people. Now, I'm three classes away after this semester from getting my bachelor's psychology. So we're done. You know, yeah. like it's 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 a done deal. <laughs> Like I'm, I I'm not like particularly thrilled about it, but like that I chose psychology. Um, but I'm gonna have my bachelor's in psychology in a few classes, so you know we're good here. It's still something um, to be proud about. Right, exactly. And um, I actually decided to pick up a minor philosophy because they philosophy majors really like to analyze mm-hmm. a lot and um, read a lot and also. Um, to kind of make judgments, you know, like what's who has a better philosophy, mm-hmm. um, and also argue a lot. And I like to argue, <laughs> I'm like, a little argumentative. Oh, isn't uh, that the truth though? Um, I, I didn't realize I was a. I, I like to argue until like, yeah, like my mid twenties, and my girlfriend at the time was just like, you argue constantly. So like, are you the I have to always be right type of person? No, definitely not. Definitely not. It's just, like it's just, it's just more like I have no filter. Mm. So if you say something like You're just I like point oranges, it out and correct it. Maybe I don't like or- I do like oranges, but if I didn't like oranges, I'd be like, you know, that apple, they're really good, you know. Oh. And that can just kind of diminish like what somebody just said. Yeah, it's kind of a dick thing you to don't do. Mean it in a, I don't mean it in, in a, a bad way. way. So I had to kind of be again more think mindful. about more mindful. Use your that. psychology to kind yeah. of exactly. represent how that situation would go. Navigate yeah. it so I'm not such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'll be walking. I probably could be walking this spring, but I kind of stretching things out as much mm-hmm. as possible because I really like being here. It's my third year here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will at least be picking up a minor in philosophy um, and my. I guess my bachelor's by the fall, mm-hmm. but who knows? I might like double major or something okay. crazy like that because I'm way more into philosophy than psychology. <laughs> my grades are better than philosophy. Hey, too, so. take what you can get. That GP. I... Fun tidbit about when you graduate or when any of us graduate. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you get anything beyond just a bachelor's degree in one subject, it's not going to show up on your uh, diploma. If you double major, if you get a minor, it's not going to be on your diploma. Just. You your initial major, your initial bachelor's degree. Oh, oh just the initial one. So, so I like, say, even if I like got a double major and I favored philosophy way more than the psychology, well, as I do, 
then I I, it, I couldn't get just get that. I think I misspoke. Does there. that have to be the initial one, or I you think can just I be like, I want to graduate in philosophy? Just, if you're a double major, wouldn't you just get two technically bachelors? I don't know if you I get two bachelors. You definitely do. Can, yeah, if you're a double major, you can get two bachelors. I know that. Oh no, I mean, but on the I'm diploma, sorry, I meant the diploma. diplomas. Oh, two. Okay, okay. I was talking about. I don't think you can get two bachelors diplomas. Right. My bad. Um, I just know my friend was complaining about it. He was a he was a dance major with a minor in business, and he was just like. They won't put my minor on my diploma. That's, that, that is harsh. And it's case. like, yeah. And he's like, especially for him, because he, he loved dance. Yeah. But he knew, like, that business, you know, minor would, you know, also well, help. It's going to help you more. Right. And so he's like, great. Now I got to carry around, what, this 10-page transcript that shows I did all the classes for a business minor. Is that how you have to do it when you go to, like, job applications? I don't know. I think he was exaggerating so at that point. But I don't, I don't really know for sure. Well, sorry. No, you go. You definitely can put both bachelors on your the resume. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like if he asks for like proof to back it up, you then you'd be like, probably have to bring your transcripts. It's like, here it is. Here, see this thing. class. This class says I did this business. This class says. Yeah, you, know, you, gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta. I don't want it out as a potential philosophy major. I don't want to tell anybody to do anything unethical. But you know, at a certain point, if you're getting like maybe a job that's pays like less than fifteen dollars an hour, maybe not a college, like a college grab. Put on anything you want on that resume. They're probably not going to look you up. They're probably not going to call you. They'll call you. They're probably not going to call your references. references yeah. Exactly. They're not going to check things out. But, you know, if you want a better job, then they <laughs> are going to do that for sure. And so, yeah, it does give me the idea then. So. You just say you were dead toys to, uh, toys for us, right? Because it went out of business. So technically you have no references. Yeah. They right? actually didn't go out of yeah. business. Really? Or They're coming back. How? Well, seasonally, though. Oh, is it right. seasonal? I think it is seasonal. I don't know. They filed for Chapter 14 bankruptcy, which means we're done. We're out of here. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Somehow convinced the government for $14 million in money to help with severance packages, mm -hmm. which then they just split up between the 12 people up top. Mm -hmm. They didn't give it to any of the employees down below. Mm -hmm. And then they said, you know what? We're going to come back. That's it. And, and you're just like, okay. even, even in like the economics business world, we're like, what? the hell is going on here like this is you know you'd call this like you know that outlier or that like you know what you know that thing that like the data would say this but then this happens sometimes you know mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure there's a psychology term for it and, as well well <laughs> and, you know, and, and the full story with that is that like they don't actually sell anything they sell space mm -hmm. you know like the, the concept for the store now for toys r us is that like they have different toy manufacturers that buy up space in their store and then basically sell the product to the customer. So, like, the Toys R Us sees none of that profit from the sale, mm -hmm. but they just sell the space of the store. And I think it is a seasonal. I think it's like a Christmas thing. So, I thought that it was really interesting. Try out the toy before you buy it on Amazon. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, I feel like that's the reason they kind of went for bankruptcies. Like, we have online shopping. Well, yeah. so there, Toys R Us is the reason why Amazon's so big. Oh. They dropped the ball back in 2007. Mm -hmm. Everyone was starting to do online shipping and all that stuff, and Toys R Us messed up. And so they're like, we're not going to get you your stuff, your toys and stuff until, like, middle of January. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, what I the heck? Yeah. And so then Amazon was like, we can do it in two days. Ooh. And then thus, if you look at it, all the records and all that stuff, um, you'd see Amazon's interest starts to spike up from there. And that's around the time. It's not too long after its stock goes up to what it is now. Mm -hmm. So it's actually Toys R Us's fault. That, uh, <laughs> they mess up their own. They, they, they kind of, I, I guess in a, no other way of better putting it, shot themselves in the foot, you know. Mm -hmm. 
I, I, I don't think you should probably put a company that failed though on a resume. resume? And, but <laughs> but I I've had like asked myself that same question because I worked at Blockbuster for so many years and like there's only one now. There's one in Bend, Oregon. Which is interesting side story to that. Is the only reason why there's one that exists at all in America now, um, in Bend, Oregon, is that like their internet, like in Bend, is kind of like a rural mountainish oh, yeah. area. My so aunt lives up near there. Oh, okay. My aunt, yeah. yeah, it's like the streaming. They, streaming. they get yeah. the, the way they get their internet is from a satellite dish. Like people used to get TV shows and all that stuff. Yeah, it's not a cable line. It's not mm. all that stuff. The Wi-Fi super slow. Yeah. So there's a reason why there's a there's a there's a need for it, you know. The yeah, there's always going to be that one place in America that's going to have crappy Wi-Fi. <laughs> I guess and it's just Oregon. not going to be Cal State Fullerton, that's oh for sure. Yeah, seriously. Oh man, it's super fast here. I know. Okay, I'm trying to think what else. Um, but I didn't know that was the reason why Blockbuster. I thought it was just novelty that it was still alive in Ben. I wasn't thinking it was. No, that's it's... the reason why for sure. Yeah, no, that's the reason why. There's been a few that were straggling. Like I know that there was one maybe three or four years ago in Chicago. You know, like after most of them had closed, um, and that yeah, the Ben's the last one standing, and it's doing really well. I and some people definitely do visit like tourists at a novelty, you know. And I like to go on road trips. I've never been, but like it's a beautiful area. area. Because it's not like the normal path though, because I like I'll do no. road trips every summer. Pacific Northwest is amazing during the summer. Not so much the rest of the year. Someone used to live there, um, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's. Um, most people would go further along the coast in Oregon, heading up there. Exactly. You, know, you wouldn't go ben, anywhere near Bend. Bend is kind of in that backwards part of it, you know, closer to the other state behind it or to the side of it. It's not like along the pathway of Portland. You would have to go a few hours out of your way for sure. If you're like going up and down, you know, from here to like I think Seattle. it's like four hours outside of Portland from Portland. Yeah. So you would, yeah. That's like a whole day like, just to go to Blockbuster. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blockbuster back. Yeah. yeah so. And then, really quickly, is there any random hobby or, or like interest no one would ever think you guys had that you want to kind of talk about? I know it's like a super personal question, but just something uh, random. You mean like, <laughs> like that they would talk about in the club? Like people would no, suspect no, you as a no, person, or just this, in general? This is a totally so side like, thing. Doesn't have to relate, right? Either like a hobby or like interesting fact. Something I always tell people is I was born yellow, because I was. I had jaundice. Oh. Mm. So see, like, just random. So I don't know if you guys have any random facts you want to throw out there. <laughs> you want to take this one? Um, my first job I um, had when I was 12 years old, I worked at a comic book store. And so I was, like, really into comics, like, mm-hmm. obviously. And um, this is at a time when, like, you know, the guy that owned the place was, like, 40 or something. And, like, where, you know, he felt like, oh, you know, like, this guy loves comics. He knows what he's talking about. And um, during the summer, they would let me work there like, I think it was like 10 hours a week. So not like a ton. Mm -hmm. And like whatever minimum wage it was in. Um, but in store credit, so it was like all under the table, oh. totally illegal. You know, well, yeah, but. you were twelve years old. Like, <laughs> yeah. You could legally work as like sixteen. Well, you know, the guy was super cool, and it was like back in the day. Still, though, so, as a kid, like, that's like pretty awesome, especially yes. if it's an interest of yours. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Okay. I was so and store stoked. credit. I mean, you were gonna spend it in there anyway, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So then, like, my mom would. would she was cool because, like, you know. 
Uh, if parents some can not be, but like she gave me an allowance every week, Love and that money I put aside like in cash, way more on comics every week. So it was a great time, and you know that really groomed me for blockbuster. So you know, like to another job like that <laughs> for this club. You know, I, know but, I feel like you're the perfect representative for it because it's like your whole childhood. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a big part of still my life. I mean, yeah. there, it used to be like where when I was younger, it was like oh man, Comic-Con's coming up in July, and that's, like, the biggest thing, and this and that, and um, I've worked as a member of press there before, so I met some celebrities. I've, like, gotten, like, party invites for five different parties at, like, a night where, like, you don't know which one you're going to go to, and you're wondering, like, who has the better open bar and the better food, and I've also just kind of gotten as a fan, too, and it's really fun that way, too. And, um, yeah, where it's been, like, kind of, like, the highlight of the year. And now I've just done it so much that I'm kind of, like, it's just there, you know? Like, I enjoy it. Sometimes if it's, like, a slow June, I'm really looking forward to July. Mm -hmm. I always make sure I go, though. So so that's the thing, yeah. And then did you have anything that you could think of? Um, You know, one thing I've always kind of enjoyed doing, uh, especially since I was... You know, I didn't really start developing more hobbies since I could kind of drive on my own and do things on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed uh, uh, working with wood as far as like building things mm. and stuff like that. And so uh, usually during like the break or something like that when I have a lot of time off, I'll uh, look at projects to possibly build. Like I I, did, I built my own skateboard, the deck for my own longboard. Ooh. So like I bought it all the wood and I glued it all together and I cut it out to what I wanted it to be. I even went as far as to stain it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I personally just enjoy those things where I kind of do it myself. You know, I do, I, I guess more of the hobby is doing things myself. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like I do work on my own car and stuff like that. Just, you know, it's just, it feels more valuable to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of something I guess. Are you a skateboarder on campus by any chance? You I are. think legally I'm required to say no. <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone cares. To be honest, no, 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 no. Um, I, I take my rusty scooter. Random fact: my scooter's like 12 years old. I had it when I was 11. I'm 22, so and it still works. Oh yeah. It probably shouldn't, surprisingly, but it's helped me. Uh, no, no, I do ride my board on campus. Is uh, it the one you made, or is it? A yeah, board? it's oh, the okay. one I've made. Oh, so it came in handy. Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean. I just didn't want to spend the cost on a longboard. How There's... long did it take to make it? And how much did it cost to make it? Was it a lot more I mean, beneficial to make it on your own? I had never, I never knew how to skate growing up, and mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm not gonna drop, you know, 130 bucks on a skateboard because that's how much you get for a decent longboard. And so my buddy and I were like, well, it's gonna cost. You know, we looked into it and did the research, and we're like, we can build this all for under 70 dollars. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. We bought the wood, cut it out the glue everything tires wheels trucks whole bang was like under 70 dollars yeah yeah how long have you had it for oh geez i think it's going on three years four years now well freshman year of college is when i made it it's still going strong oh yeah it's a sturdy board it's a better decision for sure oh yeah i mean there are some you know design flaws from it i mean it's like your first time making a whole skateboard come on right right you know so okay. it's definitely come in handy. I usually ride it if I know I'm going to be late to class walking. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay. We got to pull this out real quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like that's what I mostly do. It's like, no, I'm going to be late to class. I'm going to ride this. Mm-hmm. Usually me with my scooter. 
I know I can because I don't do the parking here anymore just because it's uh, it's too expensive. <sighs> it's too expensive for not a guaranteed <laughs> yeah. parking spot. Yeah. So I was kind of over it. So it was like yeah. my first semester that I decided to park like out of campus near like the park over there. So I was like, okay, it's like a twenty minute walk. I need something to go fast. Oh yeah. Surprisingly, my scooter still works. So oh like, yeah. Okay. No, I mean. That was me today. I made a 20-minute walking trip into, like, nine minutes of scootering. Super oh. sweaty, but, it, hey, I wasn't late to I've seen I've seen people invest in those uh, battery-powered skateboards, the ones oh, where you yeah. control. Those are too scary for me. <laughs> I know I a guy. I'm going to eat it. I think he spent, like, I think over 700 on it. Oh, no, no. But he hasn't, he hasn't also parked on campus for, like, three semesters. That's so it's, true. like, equals that value. Oh, oh, yeah. And he parks off campus, and he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I've taken, it's, like, a 25-minute walk. I do it, you know, with the power skateboard under, like, you know, 10 minutes. I was just like, Jesus. Because even when I'm writing my own board, like, it's taking effort, you know. I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it comes in great handy when you're running. Like, it's like that little cheap thing, you know. It's still useful, though. Okay, so this is kind of the end of our show. So is there anything else you guys want to plug? I don't know if you still have that Facebook um, name again, if you want to plug it real quick. Yeah, it's uh, the Facebook, again, is, on, is really just Titans of Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a private group, um, but you know we let anyone and everyone yeah. join. You know, it's not like you have to know someone to get in. Um, that is where we're gonna be the most active. It's gonna be on our Facebook, which I know a lot of people aren't. Um, and then Instagram, um, we Instagram again. It's just Titans of Comic Con. This one's no spaces though, mm-hmm. so it's all one word. And uh, that one is going to be more of like, hey, this is what our, our next event is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing this next Tuesday or we're going to go see this on Tuesday night or mm-hmm. Thursday night. Titans, uh, the Facebook page is more free discussion. I, we have people who post up. I get notifications all throughout the day mm-hmm. of being like such and such posted this from Titans of Comic-Con. Such and such posted that. And it's actually interesting stuff usually if you're interested. But yeah. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, if you guys are interested, please go check them out. Like they said, they're going to have a meeting every Tuesday. And if you guys are listening, maybe you have a club or an organization, you guys want to shout out on the show and be here hosted, all you have to do is email us at titanradio.techinterns, so titanradio.tech, and then tech is T-E-C, and then intern at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye.